This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And, of course, I am one half your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. I'm nerd out. And I'm also losing my voice. How the hell are you doing today? I'm fine. Your voice is fine. It is Wednesday and everything is groovy in this house today. I'm telling you, I'm feeling the power, man, of this binoid today. I'm feeling great, people. So... That's just going to be one of those kinds of episodes for you today, <laughs> just to let you know how things are going to be. A little disclaimer at the start of the show. I'm feeling fucking great, man. And the weather is absolutely fucking brutal, though. It's starting to sober me up a little bit. It's fucking freezing, man. I've been wearing slippers. I've been fully bundled up in this house. And no matter what we do, it's like you can't escape it. It's colder inside the house than it is outside. How the fuck is that possible? What? It's colder inside the house than it is outside. To me, it is. It, feel, it feels like really? it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. My fucking hands have been like ice blocks. I'm trying, trying to work is impossible because i got to hit keys on the keyboard, and it's like ridiculous. My hands are like stiff. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it sucks. That's... Wear fucking gloves, man. It's not 71 in here. You wearing gloves. What's the purpose of a house if I have to wear gloves? <laughs> you need some body insulation, man. I need something going on here. What the hell's going on with you? Uh, not much. I haven't yeah. really done much. I finished Shit's Creek again. Again. Well, it's only the second time. I didn't watch it like yeah. ten times or anything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 
That's a that's a quick watch. I blew through that. I'm almost so done too. Good. I'm on the final season. I just started it. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Gwyneth versus Terry, the ski crash uh, trial. That was on Max. Never that was heard interesting. Of it. Gwyneth Paltrow, she was getting sued by some random guy. They collided on the ski slope. Oh, yeah, and he that's got right. Injured. That guy was a piece of shit. He was a liar too. Yeah, that was it. So that was she prayed for him at the end. She, she's like, I, she's like, I, I, I wish you the best. Yeah, he was such. His description was like, oh my god. And then, like, she, she lightly tapped my shoulder, and then I fell into this cartwheel position, and I broke my. He was, he was making up shit, wasn't he? Yeah, like what he was saying couldn't possibly None, happen. Made no sense, yeah. Yeah, so like it, it was only an hour long, and the first half hour was his side of the story, and the second half hour was hers. Mm. So that was good. And then I watched Bye Bye Barry on Prime. I was excited you were watching that. About Barry Sanders, and that was really good. Barry fucking Sanders, greatest I can't running how long back. That was, but that was really good. All time, man. For, yeah. for people that don't know who Barry Sanders is, man, type his name in the YouTube. too young, apparently. Watch that motherfucker run. Your favorite running back right now is nowhere near as good as this man was. He was so fucking good. Yeah. I remember playing with him in, uh, in Tecpa Bowl, and he was probably the second best player. No, no, probably third. No, fourth. Shit, man. They had some. You had Bo Jackson, Jerry Rice. Maybe Ronnie Lott, and I, and I think Barry Sanders is up there too. But anyway, unstoppable in those games. I fucking love the guy. But God, but that was really good. And then uh, Love has won the Cult of Mother God. I watched that on Max. That was three episodes. They were each an hour. And these cults, man, are all nuts. This woman was just bonkers. Saying that she was Jesus and Cleopatra and, like, all these freaking people. Dude. And then Robin Williams, when he died, he speaks to her. Fucking bizarre. You know <laughs> what, man? And she had a whole following. They had a whole following. Dude. And I'm just, I'm like, I just don't understand you it. You just described someone I had on the fucking show last year. Like, <laughs> seriously, weird. And... The look of her body when it it starts off like this is not a spoiler. Literally, the first two seconds, you you know she's dead, and her body, the way it looks like at the end, is just ugh. Was this real? Yes. Huh. Like real footage. Oh shit! So they're showing a dead person. Yes. What the fuck? Bizarre. What were they doing? <laughs> what kind of cult were they? Were they like a satanic group? No, she was she was mother god, like mother of all creation. And, She had a she had a father god and father of the multiverse and like like it was fucking bizarre. Fucking word. (laughs) And they all still fucking believed every fucking word that she said. They do, man, dude. They believe this. She was waiting for like a spaceship to come and get her. This is, dude. I'm telling you, I I had this person on this show last fucking year. The same person. So there's two mother gods apparently. (laughs) It was really interesting. Yeah, like they're like there are a bunch of blonde-haired feminine men, and they fly around in spaceships. They're called the 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 Lyrans or the Lyrans. She called them the Galactics. Whatever the fuck, man. Listen. Yeah, I shit. don't know. It was it it was. I'm very open-minded when it comes to this weird shit. I fucking love hearing about it, but I don't believe it. I I, I just I just don't. But you know what? Maybe, maybe they're right. Who fucking knows, man? Um, I also watched. I watched a lot this time, man. Please, keep going. I I watched one thing. I also watched Unboxing Shein. Shein. I always call it Shein. Shein? That's the website that Sammy orders off of all the time. Oh, okay. But I believe it's called Shein. Oh, there was a documentary about that website? Yeah. Shit, okay. So, and that was only like 45 minutes long on here. So, what the hell is it? Just people talking about how it was created or some shit? Apparently, there's a lot of lawsuits because... They're saying that they steal designs off of real designers and sell them for, like, cheap. So? Like, Sammy... Walmart does it, too. You give her a freaking gift card, that kid will go and buy, like, a like a whole box full of shit yeah. and bring it home. What is it? Is it all bootleg shit? Is that what it is? Like, a Chinese bootleg shit? It is. It, it is the stuff is made over there. Yeah. I don't give a shit. She uses gift cards on there. She's and fucking it, 15 it, years old. It, it works. Cares. You buy bullshit. That's she gets what you it do. quick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it was, it was basically about that and then, like, the... 
the labor in the factories and stuff. They were bitching about that. I don't care. Well, you know what, fuck. man? Listen, who cares about these? Listen, if these people want to do better, they, they need to do listen, better. She gets a fifty dollar gift card. She ain't gonna yeah. spend twenty five bucks on a sweater. She's gonna spend Fuck three dollars on a sweater. <laughs> Listen, man, if someone is willing to work for fifty cents a, a day, then yeah, let them do it. Fault? It ain't my fucking fault. It's adults doing it. it they didn't say anything fault. about kids. I'm not gonna doing sit it. there and pick it and inside. Listen, they have my condolences for such a shitty life. Mm-hmm. But that's the life you live. You got to make the best of that motherfucker. About, uh, do better and get out. That's all I can tell you. It, because it's China stealing our information and shit like that. Yeah, they're doing that freely. But uh, should they, they don't have to steal it? They just got to ask Joe yeah, Biden for right. it. You, you, I mean, they're, they can get it anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I am now in the middle of episode six mm-hmm. of Doctor Death season one, and oh god, <laughs> this guy is a fucking lunatic, man. Yeah, sounds like Dexter. Um. He just, he goes in and he does, like, these spinal surgeries. And, like, every patient ends up fucked up in some way. And he had he had some death in there. like And he just keeps going and from hospital to hospital and doing these surgeries. And they're trying to, like, send him to prison so he can stop. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I don't know. This dude is crazy. This is a TV show, right? Not yeah, it's got um, Joshua Jackson and... Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater. He was I think. looking rough in that one. Well, if you look at the actual guy that it is, like he, you could see that he put on some weight for the, the play yeah. this role, huh? Yeah. Shit, man. Um, I don't know. This this guy is completely fucked up, and I started it because it popped up on uh, Peacock for me, and I saw that season two is coming out tomorrow, yeah. which is about a different doctor, which I think Netflix just came out with a documentary on that doctor mm-hmm. who does throat surgeries. And all his patients die. Oh, so <laughs> this show You're is really, really good. You're watching things I never thought you'd watch, like sports documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, but I've been watching those for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I was on Prime, the Kobe Bryant like, one. I think started your uh, descent. Was it? I I don't know, but I was I was just I ended Shit's Creek and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? So yeah. I always go from app to app to app, and that one was on Prime, and I'm looking, and the Prime is very confusing for me. Like, you'll see something you like, and then all of a sudden it's like, rent or buy. And I'm like, well, oh, try this subscription out. I already have that one. That's why I fucking hate Prime. <laughs> That's why I hate Prime. And I, and I used to hate Hulu until we got the other apps to build off of it. Yeah. Like, before, just... Hulu was the same. Remember before? It's like, oh, I want to watch this show on Hulu. You click on it. It's like, oh, you have to have this app. Yeah. So now we got them all, and it works. But, I mean, fuck that shit, dude. But, Prime but, sucks. Like, I don't know. Prime is just like, just have everything in one category so I know what I am able to watch. I don't want to have to go searching for shit. Prime. But, uh, yeah, that Bye Bye Barry was, was there, and I, so I watched that. Mm-hmm. Good. But, yeah, I watched a, a lot of shit, and I'll be... Dr. Death is only eight episodes a season, so I'll be yeah. done with... I'll blow through that, and then the new season's tomorrow. Shit. And Ranger Games. I watched that Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Another person went home that I like, so... I'm down to two people in the end. <laughs> down to it, two it always people. comes down to two people. God ass. damn it, there's four people. Yeah. Two of them I fucking am sick of. One of them didn't deserve to fucking win. Mm. You loser asshole. It should have been... Loser two, asshole. I, I can't remember what season it was. It was two seasons ago, I think. The fucking cookout season that I was so pissed off at. This motherfucker... Why they call it the cookout have, season? It, because they cook out, apparently. Like, is it the black season? Yes. Where, so they call it the cookout? Oh, my goodness. But... Uh, the the barbershop like is the he, confessional room. He did absolutely nothing all season. <laughs> yeah. The, the the girl did like all the fucking strategizing, yeah. all the fucking work, and they got rid of her. So she, I'm I don't like this guy. I hope he fucking loses. Yeah. And then the other one, I'm sick of seeing this bitch. Go the fuck away. I'm sick of hearing your voice. Mm-hmm. So I'm down to two people, and one of them happens to be Frankie Grande, which I didn't oh, think I would man. say. Well, I'm sure his sister probably pulled the string. Like, what brother's gonna make it? Oh god. Well, he hasn't won. I'm like, you know what? He, yeah. You're not annoying me. It's only six episodes long, and you haven't pissed me off yet. Man. Good for you, man. Go get you a win, finally. So what happens in a world where everyone is like him? Where, like, the ultra-feminine world where everyone's trying to be a star and stand out? Or are they going to revert back to normalcy because they have to go against the grain? Do you think that's going to happen? Probably. They're just going to start being normal. Because they have they're to be, be like, Yeah, like right? they're going to wear suits to work and shit. Yeah. Everyone's going to be walking off fucking piercings and face tattoos and different colored hair. And it's supposed to be like, man, everyone's different. So now we all got to be, you know... Because when everyone's different, they're all the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Fucking idiots. Frankie Grande, little weird bastard. No, I watch like six things, man. I like... Good, you I carry the load. You carry the load because I watch Shit's Creek and I'm on the final season. And man, I... Fucking Stevie had this scene where she was like performing. And that scene really stood out to me because I was like, holy shit, she fucking rocked it, man. She was like performing and dancing and shit yeah. on stage and everyone was like crying. It was like this beautiful moment. I'm like, I did not see her doing that. That does not fit her character. Yeah. She was, I mean, she was had this raspy voice the whole time, really dry wit and humor. And to, to have that come out of her, I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That was really her doing it, too. I had no idea she had that talent, but good for her, man. Really good David uh, getting married. Uh, uh, you know, sweet. You know, I, I, I rag on them, but I they, they are a cute gay couple. I love them. They're really nice together. They're perfect together. They're, they are, and, you know. Mm-hmm. David is overly fucking gay, and the other guy's like a normal gay. He, yeah. he, like me and the other guy would get along great. Mm-hmm. Me and David wouldn't get along good at all because he's too fucking extra with that shit. I'm like, dude, can you tone the gay the fuck down? But the other guy's a gay dude, but he but he's like a dude, so I yeah. I, I could be friends with him. David's just too fucking. He's a fucking diva, man. But you know they you know they uh, proposed. I, I knew it was coming. They were hiking. Mm-hmm. You know, like these fucking like David's either they're gonna grope back mountain. <laughs> or they're kind of fucking get engaged, and sure enough, they got engaged in Brokeback Mountain after that. But you know, this show's really good. I'll be done with it probably tonight if I put it on. I don't know what the hell's going to happen for us, and I'm definitely going to play the video game. And yeah. I have I have no fucking clue. I, I sit here and I say I'm going to do one thing. I end up just getting high and fucking just forgetting what I did anyway. That's so. true too. I was playing a lot of DC Universe. I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess normally I just watch the screensaver out in the living room. Every <laughs> time I come out there and you're staring at the screensaver, watching a thousand fish just go back and forth on, on a loop. I don't know what it was yesterday. I was just plowing through all sorts of freaking shows to watch. I don't know. Like, so this bitch is just sitting out there in absolute silence, just staring at the fucking screensaver. Just weird. <sighs> fucking well, absolutely weird. I don't know. But no, that's all I watch, and there's a lot of stuff to get into, so I'm excited to jump into this episode. An action-packed one here, and this is going to be our last normal show until next Wednesday with topics, so we got to fit in as much as we can today, because Friday we're going to be doing our live asshole show, and then Monday I uh, put out one of my rare tweets. My tweets are fucking rare nowadays, man. I'll do like one a week. Uh, this one was basically saying, hey, if you got questions, send them in, or comments, well, whatever, we'll read it on the Monday show. That'll be your holiday episode. And then Wednesday, back to normal, we'll be talking shit, and... I'm sure there's going to be a lot of crazy shootings in Chicago because you can't have Christmas without a murder in fucking Chicago. So I'm sure some crazy stuff, some weather, some crazy things are going to happen that we'll be able to talk about then and catch up. But I want to start off here with a really fucking interesting story. And I know how much you love Blueface, the rapper. Does he have a blue face? You I know don't know what? who the hell that is. He's got so many tattoos on his face that he kind of looks blue. It's just a weird looking shade to his skin and face. Hmm. He threw a female fan off the stage and ordered a beatdown from his fans. Oh, I did see that. I did. Okay. So, a concert for Blueface and Jaden Alexis almost turned into an MMA match, tossing a female fan off the stage after accusing her of throwing something at the performers. The soon-to-be husband and wife were performing in Utah over the weekend when a piece of ice allegedly whizzed past Jaden. Blueface singled out the female fan he thought was responsible for the ice, pulling her up on the stage. Then Blueface tossed the woman off the stage and toward Jaden, encouraging his fiancée to beat the woman's ass. From there, all hell broke loose, and Jaden threw several punches on Blueface's orders. Luckily, it didn't appear any connected, so the pits just throwing punches couldn't fight. The woman managed to escape thanks to security, but fans are calling for Jaden to jump ship from her relationship with Blueface. Don't forget, Blueface is also trying to set up a fight of his own with Soldier Boy. Why should she jump sh- ship? Leave him over that because he, he ordered her to her, fight some random person? He told person? her to fight, but she was willing to do it. She went down in there yeah. and started throwing punches. So she's just Dude. as bad as he is. Mm-hmm. Why be on her side and tell her to leave his ass? It, she's obviously I mean, just as bad. I'm trying to think of a music artist that I would go see. Someone that I admire. Let's say if, like Faith Hill has a concert in Myrtle Beach. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go to a Faith Hill concert. I'm not going there with the intention of trying to fight Faith Hill. I want to listen to her music. What is up with rap music and their fucking fans, dude? I mean, you you go you paid your ticket to see this 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 guy and his fiance perform, and you you immediately try to start and you're fighting with the performer. Isn't that weird? Like you're you're it paying is, money I, to see someone perform that hates you. I could have sworn I heard that she didn't throw the ice. 
They thought it was they her. They thought it was her. And it wasn't She was her. probably standing in front of the person after <laughs> the ice. So this poor woman was just... Yeah. Attacked for like no She was thrown on... He bought her up stage to throw her at the woman. And then the woman threw punches that didn't even land. So what was actually happening there? It just doesn't make any sense to me. So it's like, you know, you go to a concert and that's a story to tell. Hey, I, I got thrown on stage and, and punches were thrown at me by the performers... This just goes to show you the class of people that go to these fucking concerts and the people that are performing have no class at all. Just complete fucking garbage. Mm -hmm. There was shit like this to go down. And it doesn't happen at regular concerts. It happens at these rap concerts and events. It doesn't happen at normal events. It it doesn't happen. It doesn't. They they encourage this shit. Well, something's been going on in the last, like, year, though, where fans, like, I can't remember. Who the hell was the one... You liked her ass. That it was hit in the <laughs> B- face with B- a... BB Rexa. Yeah, it's just like... Poor BB. Stop throwing shit up on stage. Like, yeah. what is the fucking point? Like, this was just an ice cube, yeah. at least. But, like, stop throwing things. But, like, you don't have fans getting pulled up on stage and, and you know... And tossed and off. People no. are going to throw... Like, people have been throwing shit. Fans have been throwing shit at performers since the fucking early days of the football. They would throw ice balls back in the Packer days with Vince Lombardi... You know, the fans always threw shit on the field. They would throw batteries at wrestlers back in the day and shit. You know, so that's fucked up. No, that's what they do. It's I just know. what fans do. I mean, they're always going to throw shit at performances, but to have the fan get pulled up on stage and assaulted by the performer, it's just Yeah, I don't understand insane. why he wasn't in trouble. Maybe he will be. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this woman will sue. None of the punches connected, apparently. So if this bitch could actually fight, maybe she would have a lawsuit in her hands. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the show and fight the performers. Yeah, you fucking called me an asshole. I, I just don't understand. What's the point of going to these fucking things? I, I, I don't get it. So here's another one for you. House illegally transferred while owner was in hospice, according to police. This is a fucking low life of the fucking year story right here. A a late candidate, I'm sure, with only 11 days left of uh, 2023, but this guy might take the cake. So a man is accused of illegally transferring a woman's Memphis home into his name while she was bedridden in hospice care. Laverne Evans told police he purchased a house on Carpenter Street in Binghamton from its owner on May 17th. Records show he filed a quit claim deed on that date. Police say they responded to a complaint call at the house May 20th as Evans was cleaning it out. He told officers he had permission from the former owner but couldn't provide police with proof of the transaction. But the owner's son was power of attorney says his mother was in hospice care in another state suffering from dementia and stage 4 fucking cancer, dude. And he hadn't transferred the property. He pressed charges on behalf of his mother. Evans, 47, was arrested Sunday and charged with theft of property, ten to $60,000, forgery, ten to $60,000, and unlawful transfer. Shermaro Darnell, who notarized the transfer, is charged with official misconduct in connection with the case. Both were released without bond. That is fucked up, man. A person in hospice, you fucking steal their fucking home. Well, they're not home. Does it matter? Yeah, but if you're... Going into a house and you're squatting, and you find like house papers and shit. Mm-mm-mm. Like our, 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 yeah. That's, this I mean, is that's where up, man. normal people have all their important information. Yeah, yeah. All you gotta do is get into that house when no one's home, mm. and all this shit's right there. And I'm sure if you know how to do it, it can be done. That's yeah. fucked up. Uh, it's one of the more fucked up things I've seen. Yeah. I mean, you would think a person's dying and you just, the first fucking thing would just steal her shit, you know? Mm. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. All right. I got another one here for you, I guess, because uh, you're just sitting there waiting on me to deliver oh, the good well, news about Jonathan like, Majors. I know it's been on your mind all week long. You said you had a lot, so I wasn't sure how many we were going to do. <laughs> the, I know the Jonathan Majors story. I, I know you just couldn't wait for it. So, did you see any of these fucking movies that he was in on Marvel? Any of them? I don't... Which ones were you... You don't probably know, right? No fucking clue. I stopped watching the I don't, Marvel movies. I don't I know. I, I fucking stopped watching it. Maybe. I, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did, and I, I just can't One remember. of these new ones that, that no one fucking knows who the people are in them, they're just like, oh, we got fucking the guy who was on this comic book fucking 30 years ago. He's back. You're like, who cares? Anyway, Jonathan Majors, this story's been all over the place. Uh, since the last show we talked about this guy, there was a video release of him running for his life from this woman. He like he like gets out of a car and sprints away, and she chases him with something in her hand. So it's just like people were all over the place with the story. Verdict was finally uh, placed on this man. He was found guilty of assault and harassment on Monday, following the conclusion of his high-profile trial in New York. 
Marvel let him go immediately, and they didn't provide any additional details. Marvel Studios. He was acquitted of a separate assault charge and of aggravated harassment. He's maintained his innocence throughout with attorney Priya Chaudhry, arguing that the accuser, his former girlfriend, Grace Jabari, had fabricated the whole ordeal. I mean, these text messages... Yeah, it was the text messages that probably did him in. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. You're, you're guilty, man. I mean, the text messages incriminated him. Yeah. If it was his word versus hers, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. You have to. I mean, you, you, you can't trust it, especially when you're a famous person. You know, you've got to figure you're going to be women throwing themselves at you. There was this one, uh, who was it? It was a baseball player, I think it was. He caught the woman saying shit like, oh, you better get that bag. Talking about getting pregnant by this man and, yeah. and like and like and like poking holes in condoms. She was talking to some girl. He had a recording and use it against her in court to fucking win. Well, you gotta be that way with these yeah. fucking people, man. You gotta be. You gotta protect yourself. Got to, man. Especially if you got if you got money, you gotta be fucking careful with these stupid bitches out there. So anyway, uh, he might get a year in prison, but they're probably just gonna give him. They're probably gonna give him probation for a year. But Marvel dropped them, which is the big news. So now they're scrambling trying to find out who the hell's gonna play this character. Kang the Conqueror. Oh, he, he was an Ant Man, which I don't think I, I don't. Oh, okay, I watched Ant Man. So, yeah, no idea who the fuck that character is, though. They had big plans for him. Apparently, he did a couple other things. He was on Loki season two, and, um, and I didn't watch that. He was on uh, Rocky, Rocky Creed movie. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. all right. So this man's career is not over, though. I mean, if Jesse Smollett can produce shit, this guy's going to be able to do something. I mean. Yeah, this idiot was in the news. Did you see that? Jesse Smollett, what the hell did he do? I'm not getting it. it wrong. He was mm-hmm. reading Matthew Perry's book somewhere. I have no idea. What uh, the hell is he reading Matthew Perry's book for? I don't fucking know. Unless I'm getting that confused. There's been so much shit coming out mm-hmm. about all these fucking people that you have. I don't know. There was someone who talked about uh, George Clooney had a fucking something weird to say about Matt Perry. Did he? Yeah, out of fucking nowhere. Who the fuck George Clooney was talking about Matt Perry? How he wasn't happy on Friends. Motherfucker was getting a million dollars an episode. Who the fuck <laughs> wouldn't be happy on that shit? I would be the most miserable, happy person on the war- fucking planet, man. Dude, he really- he came out, Matthew Perry came out and said how stressed out he was every time they were taping. Yeah. Because he, he needed his jokes to land. And if he didn't get a response from the audience... Like it would tear him up, and he, he would. He seemed like he'd be a nervous fucking wreck. Up or whatever. Yeah, like he, he looks. He like did. A, he did come out and admit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm one of the fucking. There's another there. actor who seems like he'd be like John Cusack. Always struck me as a person who would be like on edge all the time. I don't. I don't know why he gives me that fucking vibe. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who that is. John, Dark hair. Movie right? 1408. He was in 1408 with Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Yeah, okay. You like that movie. Yeah. That's why I threw that one at you. Yeah. Be- I mean, most people would say Better Off Dead, which was a fucking classic movie. Yeah, talking, I don't know that one. We're talking burger meat. We're talking ski, fucking awesome ski movie from the 80s. But yeah, there, there you go. All right, well, a Texas man is facing criminal charges after police say he killed a pedestrian with his car and then drove around with the body in his passenger seat. Police in, in the town of... <laughs> trying to process that. <laughs> what the fuck? He wanted to use the carpool lane. Mm. Oh, hey, there you go. Police in the town of White Settlement, located just west of Fort Worth, received a report late Saturday uh, night of a car with severe damage stopped in a fast food restaurant's parking lot, and the driver slumped over the steering wheel. When officers arrived, they discovered a body with no signs of life in the Kia Forte's front passenger seat, the department wrote on Facebook. <laughs> the driver, identified by police as 31-year-old Nestor Flores told officers he thought he had hit an animal while driving earlier in Dallas. So he was so fucked up. Yeah. He thought he hit an animal, not realizing there's a dead guy sitting right next to him in the car. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Crashed through the windshield. I thought it was an animal. (laughs) Detectives believe the impact of the collision drove the pedestrian's body through the windshield and into the car's passenger seat. They also think the damaged car and the body had been sitting in the parking lot for hours before anyone called to report it. Flores was arrested and booked into the White Settlement Jail. He faces a possible charge of intoxication manslaughter, a second-degree felony. The White Settlement Police Department said Flores had previously been charged with driving while intoxicated in other Texas counties, with one resulting in a conviction. Pending charges may be transferred over to the Dallas County Sheriff's Office after the the discovery of the possible death crash site. Uh, 
according to White Settlement Police, investigators in Dallas believe the victim was struck on I-30 in Dallas based on the discovery of human remains found on the highway that possibly matched the victim. Oh, man. So there are remains left on the yeah, road, and the rest it. of it is in his car. So what's in there? His torso and <laughs> his dick? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. So I he, saw a video. This Hold poor on. guy's body is just all over the place. Dude, I saw a video a couple months back of this fucking guy who was walking on the highway. Just walking on the highway, and for some reason there was a camera on this fucking one spot on the highway. Fucking car comes out of nowhere. It hits this guy. His body explodes on impact. Just shit all over the place. Oh. The video fast forward in a time lapse, and a cleaning crew came up with fucking bags, just picking up parts and throwing them in garbage bags. That's gross. Can you imagine that starting your day one way and then the next second you're just boom you're At least fucking it was quick. Yeah, was it? <laughs> your fucking head is still on the ground. Like where the fuck is the rest of it? My brain's telling my fingers to move, but they're not moving. Oh, the distance between oh. the possible crash site and the restaurant where Flores was found is roughly 38 miles. Officials in, officials in Tarrant and Dallas counties are currently investigating the incident. The identity of the God. deceased had not been publicly released. So. That freaks me out so much. You have no idea. Yeah. Something about the body parts and the head just sitting there, still, still having thoughts. Oh, my God. Yeah. About three days ago, mm. right, I started noticing, like, a, a smell whenever I go into oh, our pantry. Oh, thank God. Please. And now, since I've had COVID, and I think we brought it up a couple times, I yeah. have a hard time smelling things now. You'll come out and you're like, do you smell that? Like, yeah. what's that smell? And I'm like, I can't smell anything. You can't smell shit. But, like, the last three days, like, there's an overpowering scent coming from the food pantry. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? And at the time, we didn't ha even have anything in there. We were going shopping yesterday. We went yep. shopping. So I'm like, I can't figure it out. And you weren't saying anything. So I'm like, it's got to be just me. And I keep smelling, like, old lady's perfume. The weirdest fucking thing. And it, it's... Old lady perfume. Yep. If you smell this, you know... Oh. It smells like your fucking second grade teacher. That's the smell. So I'm like, I don't understand the smell. And then yesterday, we happened both be at the pantry at the same time. And I'm like, do you smell that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, what is that? I'm like, Dude, it smells like an old lady. It only smells in that closet. <laughs> and it's a small little snack cabinet. We keep like, shit in there. Very narrow. Dude, I don't know how the fuck that scent could be. The there first ain't thought I had in there was, but dude, freaking chips and goldfish. It's the old lady that sold us this house. She sold it for a reason. This house sells so fast, so quick. We were wondering, like, wow, someone only lived here for like two years. Another person, oh, what, six months, and they're selling the house already. What well, a the deal. original people that built this house yeah. died. Fucking sharing the house with and the <laughs> fucking Ghostbusters and shit. I don't know, but I'm just like, and I smelled it against him. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And I'm looking at the pantry. There's nothing in here. And it's we just went shopping. It's all fresh. It's all new, but it's only chips and goldfish. Like yeah, none of that, so none of that is weird. going to give that scent. No. So yeah. where's it trying to figure it out? I was like, is it the detergent? Is it something? And there's there, there's no vents. There's no there's no way smell can get in that room unless you're in that bitch. It's and it the doesn't scent smell of a in fucking, the kitchen. It's the scent of the thing that died in this house, <laughs> or something that died years ago. This house was buried on top of her. There's something fucking here. It's only in that closet, and it yeah. just started yeah. to smell like that, Dude. so I don't get it. And, I, and I'll tell you this, too, man. Uh, so there was a, a thing we talked about a while back on the show where in mm -hmm. our main bathroom, in the bathroom mirror, there was a very small handprint in the top left-hand corner yeah, where the tough. kids can never reach it. Even to this day, they couldn't reach it if they tried. Yeah. A small handprint, like a child's handprint in the fucking mirror. I called you in the bathroom that day. I'm like, put your hand up to there. Your hand was too big. My yeah. hand was way too big. Yeah. The kids could never reach it. I'm like, how the fuck did that handprint get there? <laughs> how the fucker? Dude, if doors start slamming in this house, <laughs> I ain't leaving. I'm not leaving, man. I paid too much money for this motherfucker. But I'm going to tell him, like, listen, you better chill the fuck out. Because if you kill me, we're, we're just going to be fighting for eternity. And you don't want that. So, there you go. We got ghost problems here. And uh, you know what? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts serves you coffee. Yeah. Bagels, donuts, food. They pizza now. No. Tacos. Gross. Pizza? Yeah. They are serving everything, and they're also serving beatdowns, especially at this one, where employees are being arrested after allegedly threatening a customer. Happened in El Paso, Texas, where a few immigrants were arrested. They were Dunkin' Donuts employees. They uh, they threatened a customer at the drive-through on Saturday, December 9th in Northeast El Paso. Police also recovered three guns. 
during the arrest. So each one of them were, were strapped at the Dunkin' Donuts they worked at. About 8.35 p.m. on Saturday, December 9th, police received a disturbance call concerning a subject with a weapon. When officers arrived at the Dunkin' Donuts at 9114 Dyer, they learned that a 41-year-old man had gone through the drive-thru with his girlfriend. Police said the girlfriend tried to order donuts. The woman told police that the employee was rude, and when she asked to speak to the manager, the employee in the other end of the intercom said he was the manager, using explicit language. Oh, God. He's, I am the manager, Betsy He pulled that line from half-baked. Police said the woman drove toward the drive through window, and one employee walked out of the back of the store, followed by two other employees. During this altercation, the three employees brandished handguns. Police also said one of the three employees chambered around, pointed the gun at the mail customer, and said, Y'all gonna die. Police have arrested 17-year-old Jesus Dominguez, 21-year-old Luis Arturo Dominguez, and 19-year-old Elijah Richard Garcia. All were charged with aggravated assault and given a $100,000 bond. I'll tell you what, man. idiots, man. They're all young. That Dunkin' Donuts was never getting robbed. (laughs) Can you imagine trying to rob that bitch and all three of them? The whole staff is fucking strapped. Holy shit. Oh, God. So what do you think about this? This all these people wanted were fucking donuts, man. And this is the level of customer service they're giving that <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts beatdowns and, and threats. Like all they wanted was a their, fucking their box of minis. Are amazing. All they wanted was a box of minis. That's it. Mm-hmm. Some blueberry cake. I would pull a gun out on somebody for a blueberry cake donut, though. Yeah, I'd fight a bitch for for one a blueberry of those fucking cake. <laughs> oh. Just donuts. You, you know what? I want whoever the hell's going to greet me. No one's going to be there to greet me at the pearly gates when I die. I'm going to have to find my own way there because no one loves me enough to fucking be there to hold my hand to bring me. So I'm going to be trying to find my way there. There better be a fucking plate of blueberry cake donuts, a big-ass pizza, a meatball parm So There better be soda, all sorts of shit waiting for me. But the donuts, number one from Dunkin' Donuts. I fucking love them. Yeah. What do you think about this, this story, though? I mean, all they wanted was donuts. What could have happened that could have insulted these three young men so bad that they had the brandish weapons? People have tempers now, man. They don't. They don't give a fuck. How you got to be very tired? careful saying anything to anybody anymore. How they pass the background check? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey, man. Do you really think Dunkin' Donuts really checked anything? It's Dunkin' Donuts. They're all privately owned. All these fast food places. They, they probably threaten really the owner. <laughs> I, they all hire whoever they can get. Yeah. Because you can't keep a, 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 an employee for anything. Yeah, you can't keep it for anything, especially no, a shitty so job like that. So hire anybody off the street. Like, yeah. if you're fast food, they're desperate. You know what? Customer service jobs should be automated, to be honest with you. Anything customer-facing should be automated because people are fucking assholes. And robots just don't have emotion. They don't care. People aren't going to argue with a robot, you know? Which we did see a, a, a thing. Yep. Cleaning the Walmart floors by itself. So weird. There's a seat and everything, and it was just... Going up and down the aisles by itself, and I'm like, what the fuck is what happening? What the fuck is going on here, man? Like, there's the future. <laughs> I thought that was so bizarre. You want to know something bizarre? Mm. Several lesbians and one transgender woman were in a group of friends that were viciously assaulted in Wynwood, Florida, following an event held on November 26th. Video obtained by police shows two men verbally accosting the woman before they began throwing punches. And these men were trying to, they, they're probably hot girls. They're probably trying to throw their fucking shot at him, and the girls were like, no, we're together. And he fucking dykes. Yeah. You know, that's probably what it was, drunks. One woman in the video was punched three times before being knocked unconscious. Others pled with the men to stop, all warning that they had contacted law enforcement. That that's awful. Say? Mm-hmm. Another man intervened at one point to stand up for the woman, who was then targeted by the attackers and beaten as well. So you get trying to be a hero... Got his ass beat, but at least he tried. I mean, yeah. at, at least he tried. You got to give him credit. This group of guys basically started screaming stuff for this anti-lesbian comments, like "You're only lesbians because you haven't received actual dick," and he used a profanity word out of nowhere. One of the women told local television station WTVJ. One victim described being struck in the jaw, which left her with a hairline fracture that requires surgery now, as well as a recurring nightmare about seeing her friend on the floor non-responsive with blood coming from her head. God. Many of them said they were targeted for their sexuality. This woman said she felt targeted. She said that one of the men that attacked him was a professional fighter as he bragged about it before she turned him down for a drink. That's fucked up, man. So this is obviously a hate crime. I wanted to bring yeah. this one up because, I mean, if someone lives a lifestyle that you don't agree with, just let them go. 
Why do you care? They're just embarrassed because they tried to get a girl. They thought they were going to get it. They got turned down. They yeah, felt get stupid. Get over yourself, man. Yeah. Go down to the next chick. They attacked them. Ugh. I mean, is that the guy you... Just imagine if they would have gotten their way. What kind of sex would they have gotten into if they would have gone home with a guy that beats them if they say no? You know what I mean? Like, What kind of shit are you in for? This guy's got giant red flags all over the place. Yeah. What kind of shit are you going to be into? You go home Definitely got a fucking guy. temper. I, I, I don't see it, man. It's just really <laughs> fucked up. Those poor lesbians. <laughs> Poor lesbians, man. Fucked up. An Alabama man has more of a Florida man story to tell uh, um, Tell after explaining the, to deputies he was high on mushrooms when they found him in a truck on a panhandle road with a parrot on his shoulder. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's got to be a strange sight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just sitting there in a car with a fucking parrot. I, I had that one, too. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. According to the Washington County Sheriff's Office, on Friday, deputies received a call about a man pounding on the front door of a home in a vehicle sitting stationary nearby. Deputies say the homeowners asked the man to leave, but he would not comply. As deputies were headed to the scene, a car matching the description of the one reported was found in the area. Deputies say the driver, later identified as Timothy Brandon Bowers, who's 38, was sitting inside the vehicle with a blank look on his face and a parrot on his shoulder. (laughs) <laughs> it's just so weird. According to WCSO, as the deputy began speaking to Bowers, he saw several weapons near Bowers and asked him to exit the vehicle. The deputy says Bowers was non-compliant and combative. Deputies say they deployed a department-issued taser, and he was detained a short time afterward. Bowers told deputies there was nothing wrong with him. He was just high on mushrooms. While searching Bowers' vehicle... Deputies say they found several illegal items. According to WCSO, the parrot, who did not appear to be injured, I just lost my spot, was secured in a pet carrier and taken to Washington County Animal Control. Bowers was taken to an area hospital for evaluation and then to jail. He has been charged with two counts of possession of a controlled substance, two counts of battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting an officer with violence, possession of drug paraphernalia, and trespassing. Are parrots just naturally that chill that they'll just hang out? This dude is obviously Maybe high on drugs. <laughs> and this parrot's like, parrot. this parrot's like, I'd, I'd rather be on his shoulder than up somewhere in a tree. <laughs> I, I'd rather hang out with him. Just sitting on his shoulder is so weird. It's so odd. I need to find that drug to, to feel that good. I can only imagine how cool that would be. A parrot, he was living the dream. <laughs> a fucking parrot on his shoulder. High as hell off his shrooms. I mean, you know how cool that parrot must have looked with the shrooms in his system, all colorful and shit? Yeah, it's definitely a loyal parrot that oh, yeah. just stayed with him. Dude, I don't <laughs> know. I don't care. There was this one video I watched a while back where the guy was throwing his bird. And and, and it would land from, from a moving vehicle. He was in the passenger seat. He threw mm. the fucking thing. It went out and got something and brought it back to him in the fucking car. I don't know how the hell they did it. They must have practiced this shit. But it was just like a regular old bird. He fucking, it was the coolest thing I've ever seen, man. I would love to have a bird. We used to have them growing up, but they're fucking, it's cruel, man. You got these you beautiful things. That, yeah, my mom fucking, I don't know what it was. I never had one, but I would think that they would be loud. I hated that shit, man. They were fucking loud. You always have to put a blanket over the thing to shut them up. <laughs> and it's, it's fucked up. Can you imagine the life of a bird? Like, hey, I'm meant to fly in the sky and do whatever the fuck I want. I'm in this person's cage with a fucking blanket over me. <laughs> I mean, shit. They treat prisoners better in fucking Iraq. They treat women better over there. Did you have cool ones that talked or just chirped? Chirped. It was fucking chirped. They were like green and yellow and blue and shit. My mom had a fucking bird book. The bitch never left the house to go outside. Just had a fucking bird book. Holy shit, man. They would stink. Yeah. We had a fucking bird case. I'm like, what the fuck do we have birds? We're poor. Why do we have fucking birds? I've never understood that shit. They'd be dead every other week. I think they cost like a, like three bucks at the fucking store. She, I remember really? I remember going to the store where they're pair picking one out. Like, why do you get these fucking things? Huh. The weirdest yeah, we thing. Never, we never had one. So cruel. They're supposed to be out and you fucking lock them up in a cage and just look at them. Isn't that a fucked up existence, being a bird? With my mom, we, we got a bunny one year yeah. for Easter. Had it for a year, moved it into a house, and apparently the bunny went to a farm. Yeah, you know that. No, I know damn well my grandfather freaking cooked that shit, but I was too young to understand it then. And and you were eating it? No. No. My sister was. (laughs) She would eat the venison and the rabbit stew and all that. Good for her. And then 
I didn't have pets again until I moved in with my dad, and that was just a fucking farm in itself. You had a fucking cat, too, which was the most... even adds more fucking cruelness. With the freaking bird? Yeah, because you would sit there, and you'd have this bird cage. The bird is in there, and a lot of them would die from heart attacks because a cat was named Lady. It would jump up on the cage and scare the things out to death, trying to get in there with its claws. Oh, God. So you got this bird that is supposed to be flying in the sky. It's locked in the cage. It shouldn't be in with a blanket over itself when it's safe from the cat that's trying to murder it through a fucking cage it can't escape from. What a fucking life, dude. Poor birds. All right, so I guess it's a better life than the student who was threatened by his Georgia teacher over some fucking Israel flag disputes. Did you see this shit? I did. Dude, this is out of control. It is. A middle school teacher who has no idea what the fuck he's talking about in Georgia was arrested after witnesses told a sheriff's investigator he threatened to cut off the head of a student who objected to an Israeli flag in the classroom. Israeli, I don't know, I'm fucking Israeli. high. I, I, I can't even pronounce shit anymore, I'm so high. Benjamin Reese, a teacher at Warner Robins Middle School, was taken into custody on December 8th on charges of making terroristic threats and cruelty to children, according to Houston County jail records. He was released on bond two days later. A message to his school email address was not immediately returned. Cause, uh, calls of possible phone listings for him were not immediately returned or went unanswered. This man's 51 years old. I think yeah. that's important here. He's a 51-year-old man threatening to cut off a middle school's He's a grown-ass man. Yeah, he's an adult. Yeah. And the thing is, you're a teacher. Yeah. Why do you have the fucking flag in the classroom? Why are you proving a statement? You leave that shit for your home. Put it on your... on your. It should be a private... If you're a teacher, you should have a private internet page. You shouldn't have social media public because you're a teacher. You have to be extra careful as a teacher. Yeah. You don't want your shit getting out there because you know your parents... <laughs> you were going to be searched for by people that... That you don't know. Your parents are going to... What, what are they going to do? I will find you. Yeah, you do it. You look up the teacher every year. All these teachers are going to look at you. You don't want that to get personal. You, you don't yeah. want them to know your religious beliefs, your political... Cut and dry. He's got the flag in there. Of course the students are going to say something. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They All they do is they emulate what they see on TV. Mm-hmm. And he's having a fucking argument with them. And he's taking it that serious. The words of a fucking middle schooler can hurt him that bad. Is he a fucking piece of shit? Anyway, the student told the sheriff's investigator she went to Reese's classroom on December 7th after spotting the flag and told him she found it offensive because Israelis were killing Palestinians. According to the student, Reese said he was Jewish, got angry, and accused her of being anti-Semitic. So it doesn't even matter. At this point, he put himself on the level of the student. Yeah. You're supposed to be above them. <clears throat> You're supposed to be the person setting the example. He shouldn't have had that flag there in the first place. He should have left the shit at home. Your personal belief should be left the fuck at home. You go to school to teach, and that's it. You should have a picture of your family on your fucking desk. And I would even argue against that. I would just say you fucking, you know, Why you have your you, name. You're a teacher. Why yeah. not use it as a teachable moment? Yeah, about yeah. different, differing if, if, opinions. If you, if you even have like, to. You're like, well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, why did you immediately jump to, I'm going to chop your head off? Yeah. Like, there are so many other things that could have been said he or done. He lowered himself. He degenerated. He went, he went right there yeah. straight out threatening a freaking child. He threatened a child's life. So, I, I don't know. Witnesses, including staff, said they heard Reese use expletives and yell that he would cut her head off. Ridiculous. Yeah. He had not returned to the middle school since December 7th. His bond conditions require him to stay away from the school and his students accused of threatening. He spent time in the U.S. Navy before leaving in 2008 to pursue his career in education. He's been at that school since 2013. So, he has to go to court next month for his... Uh, his this guy, I mean... I, I don't even know. Would he have really have done it? Probably not. He just, in the heat of the moment, said some dumb <laughs> shit, probably. But you got to take it seriously. You're a you, grown you man turning a kid. You kept that shit at the door, man. You're grown kids. He deserves to be thrown in jail. Yeah. Over this shit. He does. At, at least a year. Uh, he can't be, you cannot be a teacher. You shouldn't you be around kids anymore. You can't be a teacher. Anymore. He shouldn't know. He yeah, you can't, you can't be a teacher. You, you're done. Your license is revoked. You can't even private tutor a motherfucker. Yeah. And, and, and that would be it for him, you know. And, and I think he can learn from this. It's just... It's just so pathetic. Like uh, everything is polarized now, and I don't even know what to blame. You can blame social media, sure, that's a big cause of it. I mean, I don't even go on it anymore. It's such a cesspool of misinformation, lies, and garbage from people that want to manipulate you for further their cause or make money. That's all it is anymore. It's fucking garbage. It's all garbage. And then you got them bringing the shit in the classrooms where it doesn't belong. <laughs> it's just like, why are we bringing these battles everywhere? You know, everywhere you go, you turn on TV and it's a fucking storyline about this shit. It's just, it's it's annoying. Police officers crashed their SUV into a St. Louis gay bar. Then they arrested the bar owner. What? Yes. A Missouri gay bar owner is facing criminal charges after he got upset that a police officer crashed his cruiser into their establishment. 
Late Sunday night, a St. Louis City Police SUV crashed into Bar PM, a well-known bar in the LGBT community located in the Carondelet neighborhood. The crash was occurred around 12.30 a.m. sparked significant concern and multiple investigations. According to eyewitness accounts and police reports, the police vehicle, with two officers on board, lost control, overcorrected, and ultimately collided with the bar. What were they doing? Dude. Was the other guy wiping his mouth when they got out the car? I mean, seriously, what was going on here that you lost control? I mean, you're in your car all day long. You'd think you'd be good at it by now, being a cop, right? You would think so, unless you're working long hours, maybe. I don't know. The officers reportedly did not sustain injuries. The exact details leading up to the crash remain under active investigation. James Pence, co-owner of the bar, lives above the establishment. He said he was upstairs at the time of the crash and came down to find the police demanding identification. Upon his refusal, Pence was handcuffed but not arrested. Meanwhile, co-owner Chad Morris, also known as Chad Wick, was arrested and faces a felony uh, assault charge and an officer of misdemeanor resisting arrest. No relation to John. Hmm. Uh, Pence recounted being informed by an officer that the crash was an attempt to avoid a dog on the road. He claimed that with skepticism by Pence. He urged those involved to own it, tell me what happened, and fix the building. Uh, so, yeah, there you go, man. It's pretty fucked up here. This guy was accused of striking an officer in the chest and fleeing, which led to his charges. So the cops basically slammed into their building. The guys were demanding answers. What the hell's going on here? They were screaming obscenities after the cops, which they shouldn't have done. And then the whole thing escalated and they got arrested, basically. Yeah. I don't know, man. According to the police report, this is their police report. Morris became agitated, shouting obscenities and shoving a 56-year-old Hispanic male officer with 29 years of service in the chest. A second officer, a 45-year-old black male with 14 years of service... So they have to throw the races in there because yeah. that's going to get sympathy, I guess. They fucked up. Right. And they're trying to get sympathy. That's why they're throwing this shit out there. Oh, and Andy's got 14 years of service. Attended to handcuff Morris, which led to a physical struggle. Uh, this is what the, the department claimed here. Morris was eventually subdued and taken to a hospital for a pre-existing condition. No officers were injured in this whole thing. But these guys are going to be charged with assaulting police officers now because the cops fucking hit their fucking club. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe they're cops. the cops are on their way to the club because they're part of that community. It, it just sounds really fishy how the yeah, accident happened. Yeah, they hit the club. Yeah, it sounds really fishy how it happened. I, I think there's got to be something to the story. Something embarrassing the cops' wives should probably find out about. I have a feeling there was some yeah. kind of weird shit going on. They, had, they happened to hit the gay club as they were doing gay shit. I mean, come on. Seriously. What else you got? I got one more. Claiming that, his, claiming that his food order wasn't properly cooked, an aggrieved customer struck a Wawa worker with a piece of chicken covered in a spicy Nashville sauce that got into the victim's eye, say cops who bust the alleged poultry pelter. The 1.20 a.m. confrontation at a Wawa convenience store in St. Petersburg, Florida, resulted in the arrest of Daniel Palomino, who's 32, on a misdemeanor battery charge, according to court records. <clears throat> Palomino, please say, became upset because he believed that the chicken wasn't cooked completely. He then confronted the worker and responded by throwing the chicken at the victim. While the chicken was covered in a spicy natural sauce, that got into the victim's eye. The Wawa employee did not suffer bodily harm. Uh, Wawa. Uh, Palomino, who lives about a mile from the Wawa, I hate that name. I hate that <laughs> store. I used to live right next to one. I hated it, man. I hate it. I hate a Wawa. Quick Check was the good one. For people that you know are from New Jersey, they know Quick Check. It's better than Wawa. I don't know. And they say Sheets is even better if you're from Pennsylvania. Palomino was under the influence of alcohol when confronted by sheriff's deputies. He was booked into the county jail, from which he was released Sunday afternoon upon posting $500 bond. The chicken was not seized as evidence. Though police did confiscate a baseball bat from Palomino, whose rap sheet includes convictions for cocaine possession, aggravated assault, theft, possession of drug paraphernalia, criminal mischief, marijuana possession, and probation violation. Sounds like they done fucked up. So, real winner there. Mm-hmm. And he throws chicken. <laughs> and a fucking Wawa, hey, man. And they kept mentioning that spicy Nashville yeah. sauce. So I don't know if that's like the best sauce ever. Never heard Never of had it. Never had it. Never had it. <laughs> Never will. But that wild apparently wild, was a very important part of the story. Maybe it's a paid commercial by the spicy, makers of that stuff. Spicy Nashville sauce. 
All right, so the holidays are a very special time of the year where you're supposed to be joyous and happy. I have one final story for you where this one wasn't very happy, but it's something that's newsworthy. Five kids home alone died in a fire as their father was out Christmas shopping. Oh, that's terrible. Fucking horrible, man. But this one is getting a lot of traction there in the news because they're trying to figure out what the fuck happened here. Well, it's five kids left home alone. Yeah, it's wild. So five children left alone by the father of four of them when he went out for Christmas and grocery shopping died when a fire raced through their two-story duplex Saturday evening. It's happened in Bullhead City, Arizona. All five are grandchildren of a local fire department employee. Oh, my God. Can you imagine getting that fucking phone call? All of them, dude. You lost. Yeah. You were a proud grandfather about to go shopping for your five grandkids, and now you have none. Damn. God, man, that is awful. Neighbors said they tried their best to get inside to get anyone who was there, but couldn't. 13-year-old boy, 5-year-old boy, 4-year-old girl, 2-year-old boy, all brothers and sisters who lived there, and an 11-year-old boy relative who was visiting all parish in the fire. So, was the 11-year-old babysitting? The 13-year-old is the oldest. Oh, 13. Mm. Okay, I didn't hear I just heard all the little ones. 13 is still too young. I think 15 is too young. I... Man, man. Sammy was 13. We would just literally go around the corner to the gas station and come back. (laughs) Test it out. We'd be like, we're going to go right down the gas station, two minutes up the road. (laughs) Come right the fuck back. Don't Mm. you do nothing. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, my God. Firefighters arrived four minutes after the blaze was first called in. According to police, the early investigation showed that the flame started in the downstairs foyer, which probably made it impossible for the children upstairs to flee. Oh, my God. The fire traveled up the only staircase inside the home, keeping them from getting out. The identities of the five were being withheld, uh, pending official identification by the Mojave County Medical Examiner's Office. That's fucking crazy, man. So a bunch of people in the neighborhood were trying the hardest to get in there. They had an extension ladder trying to get to the upstairs bedroom, but the flames were just bursting through. They couldn't get up there. They were trying. It's a very tight-knit community. Everyone tried to look out for each other, and they tried. They knew those kids were in there, man. They heard the screams, apparently. Oh, that's awful. They were trying to get to those kids. That's fucking brutal, man. Absolutely fucking brutal. I, I, this father being gone, I mean. And the, <clears throat> the father was mm, out Christmas shopping. Yeah. Right? There's no adult in the house. Left them behind. And then the grandfather gets the call. Yeah. That his well, grandkid's house was on, that's, no. Dude, I mean. See, this is why I'm so damn paranoid with leaving yeah. Jenna in the house. Smith I can trust, but. What do you do, though? What do you do? Like, for the rest of you? I mean, it, this I, this is done. All of them are gone. You lost your house. You lost your family. You lost yeah. everything. And everyone's going to look at you as a villain in that town. You have to leave. You have to leave. He's never going to forgive himself. He'll never forgive himself. I mean, I, I, I would blow my fucking brains out. Yeah. That's terrible. Everyone's going to think you did it. They're going to call you a horrible human being, a terrible father, piece of shit. I mean, you can't. That, man, that is some overwhelming grief right there. It's a duplex. I wonder if it started. Did it, I wonder if they know if it started there. If it started in the, I don't know, man. Place right next door, because duplexes. Those are the we had one yeah. up north, where you're attached to someone else. If the dad swiped the credit card for those presents, you think he kept his receipts? Dude, that's fucked up, man. Hey, I had to throw some lightheartedness in that's there. Not, it's fucked up. I had this that's is this terrible. Is the that's a terrible thing. story to end on. That's why I threw a little joke out there. There's always room for a smile. And that is awful though, man. It is. God bless those kids. But you know what? At least you don't have to deal with this fucking world anymore. I mean, good for them, but shit, that sucks. It's a terrible way to die. That's awful. Oh, terrible. Too young to die, man. They had their whole lives ahead of them to deal with this bullshit world that's going downhill every five seconds and everyone's turning into a fucking asshole. There it is. You like that, right? I nailed that one. That was, always? that was like Jack Nicholson hitting a fucking 50-foot fucking birdie. <laughs> I think I used the term all wrong because I don't know anything about golf. Because I am an asshole. And boy, oh boy, I can't believe it. Bird. A 50-foot birdie. I think that's, no, an eagle's when he hit two. I think a birdie's what, three. Three shots, four shots, five it shots. Depends on how, uh, how many, uh, uh. what the hole is. Yeah. What par is? Is it a par three? Is it par like it? it d- Listen to you, this fucking WLPGA tour. I used to like playing the Tiger Woods game. There you go. At least you <laughs> fucking kept some of the shit going with it. But the whole time I was trying to stall here was because I was trying to remember why the hell you love this last segment so much. I have no idea why you love this one. Because the last one, man, it's the last one. Well, there you go. So I can't believe that we got <laughs> Christmas right around the corner. It's right here. We're not ready for it yet, but we will be. We pull it off every single year. 
It's going to be a nice a little bit later day. than usual, but it, yeah. it'll get done. We'll be done. This is going to be a fucking busy weekend. It'll be a busy weekend, <clears> but we'll be done. Up. But we'll be done by fucking ten o'clock in the morning as usual. We'll I know that'll with, be nice. Yeah, we'll we'll be in the house before people wake up, and we'll be done, and everything it'll will be done. It'll just be me rapping. <laughs> exactly, like literally, like rapping. I'll be doing the beatbox. She'll be rapping. You know, doing all that cool shit. Oh God. Right, so this person wants to know, am I the asshole for reporting my host family after they asked me to fuck their incel son? What? Ew. You need some time to digest that for a minute? That's disgusting. That is gross. So I didn't know what an incel was. I've heard the, the insult, but I've never actually looked up what an incel was. Well, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't sound good. I was thinking it had something to do with incest because the That's word is so similar. I'm like, do I even want to look this up? But I'm glad I did because now I know. It's a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associated with views that are hostile toward women and men who are sexually active. So apparently they're, they're fans of wrestling in 2023. Huh. So there you go. So that is their problem. Just to let people know what an incel yeah, is. Yeah, but if you have a host family, you're, you're yeah. like, I'm not, no, I'm not sleeping with your kid. That's not what I'm here for. I mean, a host family. So that would be like a foreign exchange student, right? Something like that. Like yeah. my sister would, st- like she did that in Australia. She did that in England. Yeah. Like, she, you know, so it depends on what type of program they're in. But yeah, no, that, no, I'm not doing that. This person says, hey, I'm feeling really conflicted and need some outside perspective in a situation I found myself in. I'm an 18-year-old high school student from the UK. For my senior year, I decided to participate in a study abroad program in the U.S., I was excited about the opportunity, but had no idea what I was getting into with my host family. Now she's thinking Americans are like this. Oh, they are. (laughs) The family consisted of a single dad and his son who was 25. The dad was a big football enthusiast and seemed friendly enough at first. However, his son, who self-identified as an incel, made my stay increasingly uncomfortable. He often expressed his frustration about women not being interested in him and how unfair he thought it was. His behavior towards me ranged from mean-spirited comments to outright sexist remarks. He would say things like, women are too picky and all they want are chads, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, I think a chad is like, you know. We're too old. We're too old for this kid right here. This kid. Know, I think I know what a chad is now. He was also noticeably unhygienic. He rarely showered and spent most of his time playing video games. I'm also a, a, a very social person and I've always enjoyed going out. During my time there, I met several guys through Tinder and at clubs. I'll admit I brought a few back to the house, so she was fucking in that house home. That's a no-no. You shouldn't be doing that. You're, you're there to, to learn and study abroad. You're not there to be bringing dudes back. This is a very weird situation because as her parent, like, she's 18. Yeah. I understand she's an adult, but she's going to another country. And she's staying with a single dad yeah. and his son. There was no research done there. Some single dad. Like, this I, is an 18-year-old yeah. girl in yeah. another country. Yeah. I would never. Never. Al- I, like, I understand you're 18, but no, we need to have a woman in there. Like, J1 this can't students, just be... Yeah. No, it mm-hmm. can't just be a dad in there. Yeah, like... I find that really you're fucking a strange. a 18-year-old girl into a house with two men by yeah. themselves, From another country where her yeah. parents aren't anywhere around. I don't like this idea at all. No, and now she's bringing people home. So well, maybe she... That's why she's over there. She's okay with that type of shit. I don't yeah. know. This is fucking strange. So this seemed to trigger the son even more. He started complaining about how it was unfair that I was getting action while he was being left out. Oh, my God. His behavior grew increasingly resentful and bitter. Then one day, things took a very disturbing turn. The dad asked me to talk privately. He said he was concerned about the imbalance in the house, that his son was struggling with being a virgin and an incel, while I was openly enjoying my social life. Shockingly, he suggested that I help out his son by having sex with him, or at least a hand job to make things fair. Oh, hell no! Yeah, so he was trying to negotiate what she was going to do with, with, with her body. That's fucked up. Yeah. He's even asking this question. She should call whoever they have to call to get her out. Like, get me out of this house. Yeah, no, this is not cool. Get me. I would call the police and be like, come get me. I'm a st- I, I, I don't feel safe anymore. You've got to get out of that house. You're 18 years old. I'm sure they would help you. They would put you somewhere. I mean, they have things for people like this. As J1 students, they get hotels and shit for free or like dirt cheap. It's a very strange situation. Yeah. You can't be in that house. I was completely taken aback and disgusted by the suggestion. I immediately packed a few things and left for one of the guys I was talking to's house. Feeling shaken, one of them, she's just fucking slut. 
And feeling shaken and unsure, I contacted the exchange student agency. They were incredibly supportive. They quickly arranged me to stay with another family. And this sounds like Offred right here, man. This sounds like... <laughs> you, you are now up Tony. Uh, for me to sit with another family and suspended the original family's hosting rights pending an investigation. The agency representative was very kind and even directed me to law enforcement resources to report the incident. Now I'm facing uh, backlash from the original host family. They've been sending me very angry letters accusing me of overreacting and claiming that I've ruined their reputation. They're insisting that it was just a suggestion and that I'm blowing things out of proportion. So they're admitting it then. And she's got it in, in, in proof now. So there's, there you go. Yeah. So you just fucking admitted that you yeah. you suggested me I would do this. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude. Mm-mm. So what did they think was going to happen? She was going to be like, oh, okay, I'm coming back to the house. Yeah, no. This, it's, I mean, no, I could, I could, no, you can never go back. No. How uncomfortably no. awkward. I, no. This has left me questioning my actions. Did I overreact by reporting them? Was it wrong to involve the agency and potentially law enforcement? Should I talk to the police about these letters? I feel like I may have overreacted and I'm the asshole. Uh, no. I don't think the police are going to do anything. But, like, you definitely need to reach out to that agency and need to get the hell out of that situation. I mean, I don't think so, the police would do anything in this situation. No, she's 18. They'd be like, well, and, did you do anything for right. him? Did they do anything to you? Or No, he just asked and she said no and left. Right. I mean, and as long as she's out of that house. Yeah. Like, because that is, yeah, no. I think the police would probably tell her, like, all right, you got to contact that company and they'll handle it. And that's what she did. She did the right thing. Yeah. I mean, she didn't do the wrong thing here. No, if she was, she's safe, definitely not an asshole. In that situation. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I don't think she can be the asshole. It's her body. It's mm-hmm. her choice, you know. I mean, I, at least, I mean, that sounds like very cliche to say, but that, that's her, you know, you can't, just because you should be gracious that they're giving you this, this house to stay in. So bizarre. There's a limit to how gracious you should be, and this kid's a fucking weirdo. He's very threatening and... Give him a hand job at least. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And this is the dad. So what? What is he going to start asking for it too? I mean, what the, what the hell are they going to do with this bitch? They just sound really weird. And you have a very hateful son in the house. There like are that workers. Too. Exactly. That his dad can dad. go and find. Go find you know? him. Go find him a hoe. Like go go find one of those yeah. people. Why you, the eighteen year old little girl that is in yeah. your house? Like no. I don't know, man. It just sounds really fucking weird. And I was talking about the movie Better Off Dead. They had a situation like this where there was an incel son and the girl was living with them and the girl ended up with Cusack in the end. Huh. Great fucking... I just spoiled it for you so you'll never watch it. <laughs> it was still a damn good movie and a great soundtrack, too. They were singing Better Off Dead. That's fucking great. <clears throat> but there you go. There you have it. Your Wednesday podcast is done. And, uh, man, I can't believe it. We're going to be doing the live show on Friday. Did we decide on a time? Are we doing 6 again, Eastern? Yes, 6. Okay, 6 o'clock Eastern time. We'll be doing that. So. I don't know, man. We we definitely have a busy couple of days ahead of us. Yeah. Definitely. Got to wrap some presents and all that good stuff in a couple of days. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be finishing Shit's Creek hopefully tonight, maybe tomorrow. I'm thinking tomorrow. I'm trying to get a headache. But, yeah, that's all I'm going to be doing It's kind of hanging out there, working, and just getting ready for the four-day weekend I got coming up. I'm excited. <clears throat> How about you? I'll finish season one of Dr. Oh. Death. And then <clears throat> tomorrow I'll probably start... The second season, Mandy Moore is in the second season, and I like her. So, I don't know. We'll see. That, that's all I have planned, I, unless I find another freaking show. I, I don't know. I'm sure you'll find something. You always seem to find something. I know. I'm just I'm just waiting for the Trader season two to come, and that's next. That's like three, four weeks away. Is there anything else coming out that are coming back? No. Nothing that that we're waiting on, like Southland that comes out in November next that's, year. That's well, that's what they're saying, but they haven't mm. even fucking started doing anything yet. Mm. Handmaid's Tale is at least another year away. Fucking a man. Yellowstone yeah. is at least a year away. This time next year, when everything's gonna get even crazier in the world, at least we'll have good TV to watch. There's um, a couple movies, but not until the end of next year. Like literally, mm. there's nothing. There is freaking yeah. nothing. March, you got Ghostbusters Sucks. coming out in March. <clears throat> March or April. Springtime. Yeah. Springtime, yeah. I think fall shows start coming back on because Good. of the writer's strike. So, like, nothing is on until spring. Oh, fuck it, man. We'll see you guys on Friday at the live show. Tell them where they can find us. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.